Boom, good morning. Episode 3. It's currently uh, 11.30 Friday morning. Just left the gym. It's just post-New Year's Eve. I'm going to try to make this one about a 30-40 minute podcast. I know last last week I went about an hour. It's crazy. There's been seven days in between last last time I dropped the podcast. Like, this is wild. Um, Yeah, so I just left the gym. I just pulled up at the crib, pulled up at the crib. I'm just sitting in my car recording this on my... Uh, iPhone headphones, my wired ones. I don't like using my wireless ones when I try to record. I realize the mic doesn't sound as good. I didn't want to record while I was driving because I know that re- that created a lot of background noise. And also, I wanted to try to sound closer to the mic on this one. I know last time it sounded well, I was far from the mic. And when I went back and listened, I had to have the volume turned all the way up to even like for it to sound uh, decent. So, you know, I'm using my headphones with a mic on it so hopefully i'm looking down it sounds better um yeah man had a great new year's eve i hope everyone else did too it's 2019 it's time to start those goals we told ourselves we're going to do 2019 is here right now i personally have a lot of personal goals in 2019 i want to accomplish and i'm on the right track and i'm excited i can see it you gotta you gotta envision your uh, goals. You got to envision things you want to accomplish, and you also got to think of the things. What are things that you? Yeah, what are things that you have accomplished that you'd forget to be appreciative of? We all wanted to accomplish things in the past that we may have accomplished now. And we don't even realize that we accomplished accomplished them. Like for me, like I wanted to get the car I'm in now. You know. Four years ago, I did everything I could. I was obsessed with getting a Jeep. Like, oh, my God, I want a Jeep. I want a Jeep. You know, I can't wait to have a Jeep. I'm, you know, you picture yourself driving. Let's use your dream car as an example because that's what I'm doing. I'm not saying this is my dream car as of right now. But a car that you really want if you're into vehicles. Oh, my gosh, I can just picture myself riding in some of the winters now, music blasting. In the winter, you know, it's going to have the, the heat. Is, you know, all these things that make you want this car, right? And then when you get it, you're excited. Blah, 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 you're having a good time, and then three years later, you don't even realize, you, you're too focused on your new goals that you don't even realize that you're riding in your accomplishment right now. And that's just an example. That's just one thing of many that you've probably example accomplished that you don't you forget about. And, we, and, and I'm guilty of this too. So let's make it, I'm going to make it, we'll make one more goal in 2019, and that's to start feeling appreciative for the things I've already accomplished Instead of focusing on things I don't have, instead of focusing on things that I want to see growth in, I'm also going to focus, and I ain't going to say instead because I do want to focus on those things, but I'm going to add um, appreciation to the things I've accomplished. So let's do that, you know. Uh, but yeah, so 2019 is here. There's a lot of exciting things happening in 2019. Those that know me know that I'm a uh, huge MCU fan. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is like one of my biggest interests, you know. It's something that I pay uh, I pay a lot of attention to, you know, I'm a religious, I'm religiously like reading on it, trying to figure stuff out that was what's going to happen in the upcoming movies, all that good stuff. So I'm very excited. March is Captain Marvel. I want to say April, May is um, the new Infinity War, not Infinity War, it's called Endgame, Avengers Endgame. And then uh, towards the summer, it's going to be a new Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, which is supposed to have Mysterio in it. It's going to be so dope. To see like this 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 cartoon character that I grew up watching on Saturday mornings be in the movie, and then it's one of my favorite actors that's playing him, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like that's gonna be dope as shit. He's one of my favorite actors. He's very slept on. I don't know if you've seen a lot of his movies, but he's a really great actor, and he doesn't 
he's not in like everything like some some actors, but he's definitely uh, and I like that they're bringing him over to the MCU, which the Spider-Man movies are only going to have it so many more movies until like they're they have to renegotiate their terms with Marvel uh, because Sony owns Spider-Man. But you know all that all that don't need to be thought about right now. It's just excitement of. Um, seeing Mysterio and Spider-Man go up. And Spider-Man is supposed to have a new costume. A lot of people saying it's it's the noir one. I believe it's just a black stealth Spider-Man. Or it could be the black costume Spider-Man. Which I don't know how they're going to convert over the symbiote. um, When the Venom movie obviously didn't have any any say-so. Or anything to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like that's You could tell by the movies that it was... Two completely different universes, but a lot of people did not like the Venom movie. I feel like it was, I really enjoyed the Venom movie. Tom Hardy did a great job. You know, he made you, he made you really feel like that he had that um, symbiote in him, or, you know, he was infected with the symbiote. And then the symbiote had a, uh, had a comic relief to it, so I really enjoyed that. Um, you know, he was relatable, he was likable, and that's something that I didn't expect going into that movie, is that Venom was likable, which was really cool when they made him to be out the hero, which in the comic book, he kind of was, he was anti-hero, like he didn't, you know, he wasn't a good or bad guy, but boom, back to what I was talking about the MCU, and that led to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal, there's, man, there's this really amazing movie, uh, it's called Prisoners, and if no one has seen it, I suggest everyone is listening to go and see if you can find if you got if you got uh, on demand or if you can if you got Amazon Prime see if it's on there. I haven't checked to see if it is, but it's a movie called Prisoners. I want to say it came out in about mid two thousands or maybe about two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, somewhere around there. Um, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, Terrence Howard, um, and the and the list goes on. But it's a very good movie. And the reason why I brought that movie up is because I was, I remember watching it when I was younger, not not super young, a few years ago, maybe when it was kind of new. And then I remember it being a really good movie, and then I forgot all about that movie. And then I saw it on demand. I was like, Prisoners, what is this? And I read the cast. I'm like, oh, man. Well, you know, and I got to watch it. And, I was like, and then I remembered I'd seen it, but I couldn't remember what the movie's about. And then I watched it, and I was like, wow, like, why isn't this talked about more? You know, it's a great movie. But like I said, Jake Gyllenhaal is a very slept-on actor. If you haven't seen Brothers, go watch Brothers. It's got Tobey Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal. What's funny is them two actually kind of favor. Um, anything he plays in is great. Uh, but yeah, so excited about that. Captain Marvel's going to be really good. Um, what's her name? Bria, Bria Olsen? Or that it might be the girl who plays uh, Scarlet Witch. I forget. Um her name, but I think it starts with a B, but I know that she played in 21 Jump Street, and she also played in the new uh, King Kong Skull Island, and you can tell she got in shape between 21 Jump Street and Skull, uh, 21 Jump Street and Skull Island, because in 21 Jump Street, she doesn't have the same body she has in uh, Skull Island, In Skull Island, she's like, you could tell she's been working out or training for uh, Captain Marvel, so that's going to be fun, that's going to be dope, that movie it's going to be cool because they're kind of doing they're doing it in the early 90s which is going to be around the era I remember. You know, I was born in 89, so I I remember a lot from the early 90s. That's that's my that's my uh time frame, you know. So, there's going to be a lot of nostalgic 
value to that movie that I'm really going to enjoy. I mean, even in the trailer, she wears a Nine Inch Nails, uh, Nine Inch Nail t-shirt, which is a band from early mid '90s. So, you know, in the trailer, she flies into a blockbuster. Like, there's a lot of kids now. What's a blockbuster? You know, what's a DVD? <laughs> you know, so uh, blockbusters were definitely a big part of my childhood. In my hometown, it wasn't really a block. Well, there was a blockbuster, but that's not what was more popular. It was a little uh, a movie rental place. Before those DVDs, it was uh, VCR cassettes, uh, VCR tapes, and it was called Movie Stars. So Movie Stars was like a rip-off blockbuster. I think maybe it was cheaper. That's why it got more popular. I don't know. Or maybe they had a bigger selection. But you walk into Movie Stars, just the neon lights around the the doors and all the little film reel stickers put up it just you know I remember I can feels like I just walked in there this morning that's how friendly I feel with this with this um store the the walls were yellow and then when you check if uh I remember oh we used to rent uh video games back before you it was disc you could get we used to rent freaking uh Nintendo 64 games. I mean, of course, the Super Nintendo was out when I was a kid, but we didn't really have one, like, talking about. But we did have a 64. When the 64 just came out, we got one. And I say we, we, I mean, me and my brothers, we got one. And then we'll go to the movie store, you know, every Friday or every other Friday, and we'll rent a game for the weekend. Because, you know, weekends as a kid, like, oh, my God, especially back then, like, if anyone was raised in the early 90s or mid-90s, you you know how important a weekend was when it's just you and your friends and a new game. Like, you stay up all night playing this game, and it was just so fun. You'll, you'll hear the birds chirping about 5 a.m. Like, oh, damn, we've really been playing. I remember playing, um, uh, what was it, Rainbow? Rainbow Six? Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, I think it was, and they, you could co-op missions, and we were just like... You know, this is before any online shit and all this. And then, man, that that was the good old days. That really was. So, watching that movie, I feel like it's going to bring back a lot of great memories. Um, You know, as a kid, we just... It's so different than what kids do today. Oh, my gosh. Like, I feel sorry for how kids' childhoods are. And also, I think they do, too, because of the, the, the depression epidemic. It's like, wow, like... There wasn't this much depression. You know what the problem was when I was a kid? It was hyperactive. Hyperactive was the problem when I was a kid. Now it's depression. Depression amongst middle schoolers or elementary schoolers. Like how? You know? But it's a real thing. You know? It's a real thing. But when I was a kid, it was, it was being hyperactive. That was the problem. You give kids Ritalin, it calms them down. And I think it's because of the amount of the amount of physical activity we did as a kid just fed into that now it's the lack of physical activity I think it's what's causing kids that are too young should even know what depression is to be depressed because they're not getting sunlight they're not getting you know social activity outside of school you know when we when we were kids we didn't come in until our parents or you know for me my mom would just yell for me to come in the house, and uh, it's just completely different, you know, this generation of kids, but I can say the fact that they're in their technology, they're into, uh, you know, their phones, and the Xbox Live, and laptops, excuse me, and iPads, and all this, I can say that computers are the future, so they are conditioning their minds for that, but there needs to be a balance of mental play, and physical play. There definitely needs to be that balance. And when my fiance and I 
get married and decide to start a family and have kids and stuff, I don't want to be too hard on them, but I want to make sure they get outside and they play. And then I know a lot of kids, it's hard to do that because maybe they're they're a, um, you know, they don't have any siblings or anything like that. So my goal is to be healthy enough to go outside and play with them, you know, have a dog for them to play with and so on and so forth. But yeah, um, and I realize the more privileged a kid is, the less they want to do. You know, that's something that I've realized. The more privileged they are, the less they want to do. Meaning, like, when I was brought up, like I said, I was brought up low class, poor class, on the borderline of, you know, poverty, poverty, and all I want to do is go outside and play. Because there's nothing to do in the house. Like I said, we had Nintendo 64, but, you know, it ain't like we have what these kids have now. You got flat screens and Xbox Live and Nintendo Switch and, you know, you know, you had Game Boys and stuff like that. I never had a Game Boy. I think I played one or two. And then I remember when the Game Boy Color came out. Like, that's crazy. It's crazy that I'm 29. I don't even... It's I've been alive 30 years, and I remember the Game Boy, and then I remember the Game Boy Color coming out, and so many people were, like, so excited about the Game Boy Color. But even then, you had Nintendo 64s and the Game Boy, and Nintendo was running shit back in the day, just for the record, for those who don't know. Wonder, like, what is this, you know, Wii is whack compared to Xbox, you know, PlayStation. Not back in the day, that's all the, the Nintendo was running shit back in the day. You know, uh, you had Nintendo, Super Nintendo. The Nintendo 64, the Game Boy, like, they were on their shit. You know, you had you had the fucking Sega, but the only real cool game about Sega, I think, that I remember is Sonic. Sonic was the shit on Sega, but for the most part, it was Nintendo running shit back in the day. Like, that's where it's at. Um, and that's why, if you see a lot of people who are in their late 20s have a, uh, that value Nintendo, like, characters, or the fact that Super Smash Brothers came out on the Nintendo Switch... The fact that that's exciting to us because that's what we grew up on. You know, Mario Kart was the shit. Super Smash Bros. was the shit. I love Zelda Orc at the time. Fucking, uh, James Bond, was it Gold, Goldfinger or whatever shit? Uh, Goldeneye. I said Goldfinger. That's some Austin Powers. But my point being is you look at the way kids back in the day's houses used to be and comparing, you know, not, not their necessarily their house, but the, their environment compared to how their environment is now you look like a nine years old a nine-year-old's environment is flat screens and you know almost every game console and ipads ipads smartphones what the hell i didn't get a cell phone i didn't even want a cell phone until i was 18 i didn't care about a cell phone i didn't i had friends i you know even when i was 17 if you if you're my friend i'm going over to your house and we hanging out i don't need to text you and see what you're doing every day so it's definitely changed. It's definitely a um, evolution going on, um, but it is what it is, you know. But I do feel like that has a lot to do with this huge epidemic of depression amongst kids who are too young to shouldn't even know what depression is. But uh, you know, they're growing up fast. They're growing up way faster than we did. Um, and that, uh, that's another thing, you know, ignorance is bliss. That could be why we was happier too, because we didn't know as much. The internet wasn't really there. I remember being, I want to say 11, 12, when I, I won the internet at our house. And the reason why I won the internet at our house, I could have been 14. The reason why I won the internet at our house 
was because Yahoo Messenger was becoming a thing, and you can just talk to people on Yahoo Messenger, go in these chat rooms and, you know, hit on girls and stuff that you're never going to meet because they live 100 miles away, but you thought you could and thought y'all were going to meet and all this stuff. But anyway, it became a thing to, you can hit on people online, but you had to, like, you had to have your computer, there was no Wi-Fi, you had to have your computer hooked up to a hard telephone line, and... Like, you literally had to have a telephone line for your internet and then for your phone. And it was just... And I remember the dial-up modems before there was, like, a, you know, whatever it is that you call it today. Or whatever it was after dial-up. I remember signing into the internet and it will make all the no- you know all the noises and everything because it had to literally go through the phone line. It was calling the internet to connect. And then, you know, you go to your websites and stuff like that. But I remember being very excited when we got internet at the house. And then it was just like in one room and we had to take turns on the computer. And But it wasn't like we would sit there all day and all night, you know, until I became a teenager. And then me and my friends would like be on all night on, on uh, like chat room stuff, hitting on girls that we thought we were going to meet. And we never did. And never, of course, why would we, you know, we were 13 and 14. But, um. Yeah, things are different. Things are definitely different. But it's cool, though. It's cool, you know? It's cool uh, being old enough to see that they were once one way and now they're another. I'm not saying it's cool that it's like that, but it's cool to know the difference. It's cool that I, I was able to live through that and my peers were a- able to live through that and we were just able to see the difference in then and now, you know, because as as a kid, you always hear, Back in my day, I remember it was like this. Well, now I could be one of those people. I'd be like, well, I remember when it was like this. And when you're telling kids that, they're like, oh, my God, that sounds so boring. But it's like, it wasn't. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, y'all look bored. We were not boring. We were not bored at all. I don't I don't ever be, remember being bored as a kid. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you know, even when I was a kid and older people would tell us, and I'm not even an older person, but I'm old enough to realize that, you know, know that there's a difference. Even when I was younger, it could be a 30-year-old telling me, man, I was your age, I was doing this, that, and the third. I'd be like, that sounds so boring. So I know kids these days, when you tell me, when I was your age, I was doing this, that, and the third. Oh, that's so boring. I want to go home and talk shit on the mic on Call of Duty and, and you know, worry about a 30 and 4 KD and all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, I love my video games too, you know. I'm 30 years old and I still play video games. It keeps me in the house. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a homebody. I'm not big into going out. I don't have to be on every scene. I don't like being on every scene. To me, that's stressful. I have to worry about what you're constantly wanting to do. Every now and then, I like getting out and doing stuff, but I'm more of a homebody. I love coming home and especially if I have nothing to do, I turn the video game on or I watch a movie and especially if it's on Saturday nights, I get my first cheat meal of the week. You know, most of the time, it's a, it's a big fat cheeseburger with five guys and some fries and find me a good movie to watch and me and the old lady just sit back and chow and watch a good movie you know that's a perfect night to me um last saturday i went over a friend's house and watched a fight uh ufc fight that was with the john jones fight was really good that was a really good night um you know but i like i like the balance in between being social and home some people a lot of us put lean towards too much of one thing um so Always remember balance is is definitely a beneficial thing.
You want the, the nice balance between being active and relaxing. You want the nice balance between work and personal life. You want the nice balance between being healthy and every now and then putting some fat and some grease in your body. You know, if you just never eat bad foods, it's, it's going to end up having a negative effect on your body. If you just never go anywhere and talk to anybody, it's going to end up having a bad effect mentally. If you never rest it's going to end up having a bad effect by making you stress. So the right balance is uh, key, you know. But I feel like you have to get out there and do it to find that. And I I know I talked about that week before last. Um, but, yeah. So basically what I'm doing right now is I hit the gym. I just finished week two of this program. I restarted what I was talking about last week. To, um, week The first phase is an eight-week phase. It's an eight it's eight weeks for each phase, and I think there's six phases total. So eight eight times six, so whatever is however long. But I just finished week two, so I got six more weeks of the phase one. And I'm seeing growth faster than I did the first time around because I'm doing it right. I'm making sure I'm eating enough. I'm making sure I'm only doing what the program tells me to do, and I'm making sure I'm keeping up. You want to keep up with the fitness journal, or you know, you want to keep up with what you did last week because if you're doing, for example... If you're doing four sets of 120 or 150 on the bench, go for five sets. I'm sorry, five reps. Go for five reps. The next week, go for six. If you could do six, then go heavier. So, you know, you kind of want to, it's called your PRs. You you want to go heavy on your per reps, um, your RPRs. So um, keep up with that. It's a very good thing to keep up, have a journal or, you know, a uh, activity log of what you're doing and how much of you doing of what and all that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, so I just got back from the gym. Had a great workout. I'm My shoulder feels a little weird. I know Monday I had to do some overhead mil- military presses, and after that my right shoulder has been, like, just feeling bad. So today was uh, incline bench and then flat bench. So instead of a straight barbell, I use dumbbells just so it's not – you're pushing more with your isolated muscles, but you're doing a compound workout instead of with a straight bar. It's strictly compound. It's not really isolated. So I'm, I think I'm going to start benching and, and stuff with dumbbells. I be I do dumb, I do deadlifts mostly with dumbbells now just because it's not as bad on my back and stuff. But I do, I do like the form better of a, a barbell deadlift, though. And also, I can deadlift more with a barbell... Um, but it's because it's not an isolated motion like it is with dumbbells. And also you teach you, you also have a good balancing with uh dumbbells. You have to force it. So you you're uh, you're working out your stabilizing muscles, isolated and compound at the same time with dumbbells. With the straight bar, it's not as much stabilizers, it's not really any isolated movements, it's strictly compound, which is nothing wrong as compound workout. Compound means anything. Uh compound is is a uh it's basically you're you're using one muscle group to lift so a squat's a compound movement a bench press compound movement pull-ups is a compound movement if you're using one limb that's an isolated movement but if you're if you're bench pressing with dumbbells you have a different dumbbell in each hand that's isolated and a compound and stabilizers because it's not a unified movement i mean it is a unified movement but it's not with a unified um piece of equipment so or connected piece of equipment 
So it's a good, good, uh, good thing to switch up if you're used to barbell benching, try dumbbell bench. If you're used to dumbbell uh, benching, try barbell benching. Another good thing about dumbbell benching is if you go really heavy and you just can't lift it, you can just drop them. With barbell, if you can't lift it, you're fucked. You got to have somebody come over and help you. So unless you have a spotter, you're going you're gonna to have more of a mental block to lift heavier barbells. I know I do. I'm more of a mental block, especially on incline. Like I'm, I can lift a really good amount on incline with a barbell, but I could do more, and I feel like I got a better workout with uh, dumbbells on incline. Um, sorry if that goes over a lot of people's heads. But yeah, so I'm about to get the day started. It's going on 12 o'clock, so I have to... Go in the house, cook my food for today, and clean up the house and get ready to head to work. Got some cool tattoos to do today. Got some, um, got a good day. Have, I'm going to have a great Friday. Then looking forward to tomorrow because I'm going to do absolutely nothing before work. I might get some gaming in tonight when I get off or tomorrow before I go to work or both. <laughs> um, but like I said, you got to balance your workout with your play life. So that's what I'm doing. Even if you got to force yourself to sit down and just not do anything, that's what you got to do sometimes. But, um, yeah, so like I said, I'm going to make today shorter. So that's about it for today. Uh, what I'm going to try to do for next week is try to stick to one topic or try to actually come up with some key points to talk about and then, um, you know, go from there. But I think that's all I really had to say for this week. What I do is I try to think of stuff to say or talk about during the week. I'm like, oh, I could talk about this. Or, oh, huh, I could talk about that. So for, the, for next week, I think during the week, I might just jot some stuff down when it comes. Because, of course, there's things that I maybe forgot now that popped in my head Monday. I'm like, oh, this is something I could talk about Friday. So it just help me if I jot them down this coming up week. But, um, you know, food for thought. Like I said, there's always room for growth. But I hope you enjoy. Um... Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy post-New Year's. Enjoy yourself. Reach your goals. You know, stick to your guns. Don't listen to... That's something I want to get into, too. Um, Don't listen to your body or your mind. Meaning, when it comes to your goals, your body and your mind does not want to break comfort. It does not want to leave that comfort zone. It's going to tell you, oh, don't do this. We're comfortable. You know, don't wake up earlier to go to the gym. We're, We're comfortable with laying in bed. You know, so don't listen to that. Listen to your goals. Listen to your passions. Um, Yeah, stay strong. I will talk to you all next week. Hope you enjoy.